0: Come Holy Spirit come, come thou cleansing fire and burn, come illuminating light and shine, convict, transform and turn until we are wholly thine. Amen. Well I look out on this worshiping community here and I know one thing for certain about you all, you are people who are acquainted with sacrifice. You just really can't get around it. And I know you've been through things that have demanded so much from you. And that is a great part of what I want to talk about today uh, the sacrifice and how it prepares us for receiving from God the grace that He gives due to His sacrifice. Now, sacrifice is something you know about. I know this. There are things for which you give up sleep, true, Forgo comfort, defer gratification, things for which you postpone leisure. Picture it. You, you probably are looking at your own life when we do this. Moms or dads feeding infants in the wee hours of the morning when they know they need sleep. Workers taking a second job. I bet you've been there. We've got um, philanthropists giving for the broader good and people investing their skill, their experience, and their enrichment uh, for the enrichment of children. So you know about this. I love this little poem. I'm going to read it quickly. I I think it's very receivable. It... uh, well, let's skip that. And we, I've got other things to, to go for. The, the poem is beautiful because it talks about a farmer, a farming couple that someone's always passing by on their way to work. And that guy's a hard worker. He's got his toolbox rattling around in the back. But every time he goes past, he uh, waves at the farm couple, and they look up to see who's passing, but they look right back down at their work. Day in, day out. They just look right back down at their work. And then one day he goes by, and his arm's out the window, and he's cooling himself. And he looks up, and he sees the couple on the front porch. And there's a tangle of kittens and cats playing around and cleaning themselves from the milk they've lapped up. And for the first time, he sees their hands free of any work. There's no rope in their hands. There's no pail. Uh, there's uh, no tool uh, and they wave and this is deeply ingrained in us this idea that sometimes we we wait for the reward because there's things to do the deliverable of our work is off in the distance and we just have to get it all done And the guy with the toolbox, his day starts and ends at a certain time of the day. But this couple, their work is done when their work is done. And in order to receive, they have to finish that work. This is certainly true in our lives. What I'd like to uh, look at today is is the way that there is a kind of a cooperation between God and ourselves. The work that God does through the grace of the Holy Spirit and the work that you and I do as a way of preparing ourselves to be receptive to God's gift and to be thankful and humbled uh, by this life in, in Christ. Now, just to hammer home, again, this issue of sacrifice. When you're out and about and you see a woman or a man in uniform for military service, think about what it is that stirs inside of you. And if you took the time to dig through this feeling, you might be asking questions like, do these people not value their freedom to go wherever they choose? Of course they do. To do whatever they want. Would they not love to pursue something that could gain them much higher income? Of course, all these things are true. But what's going on? They are sacrificially spending themselves for the good of others. They're laying down their lives in service for fellow citizens... Now, where does that turn of phrase come from? Well, it comes from the words of Jesus himself. In John's gospel, Jesus says, Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Jesus spent himself. And the example that he gives is for us to spend ourselves sacrificially for the sake of others. For the past several weeks, we've been able to hear this key, important reality that our decisions, our works, our behavior, our attitudes, they really matter with respect to the things of God, to our uh, readiness to receive fully what God has for us. Now, sometimes this takes a back seat, and it does so historically. In the early church, there was an early fight about, well, what is it? Is it grace or is it works? And it got hammered home, this idea that God's grace is infinitely greater than anything we can earn. And that kind of has won the way in the West. And then when the Reformation came, the idea uh, that nothing we do, do is is anything good unless the grace of God has preceded it and allowed us to do that good. In the older way of thinking about our interplay with God for the sake of salvation, there is a concept in the Greek, it's a very familiar word to us, of synergy. That our work is part of the whole uh, uh, reality. That of course, Christ's work is the thing that makes it all possible, but that our work is important. We've heard a number of sermons on this topic, and I do want us to fully embrace uh, this concept. You know, when I was a little guy uh, reading in school, uh, I remember one of our stories was about the building of the railroad across this country. Now, both teams were pretty fabulous, so they had to get through all kinds of stuff, and they met in the middle of the country. Now, if we were to translate this to the works and the grace kind of uh, entities, if um, we were building a railroad with God because we wanted to meet somewhere in the middle, you know, we'd start off in San Francisco, and we'd probably barely get out of the uh, railroad yard And God would be there to meet us because the accomplishment of Christ's sacrifice makes any of it possible in the first place. Nonetheless, if we are there with spike in hand and hammer and getting after it, we are prepared purifying ourselves in order to receive and meet up with God who wants to meet us here. So my hope today, and we'll finish with, uh, with this, is, is uh, what is the main thing here? To understand the nature of personal sacrifice, the importance of it. Strive to choose a great and worthy end toward which to apply our personal sacrifice. We don't have to always choose things that are greedy or selfish. We can choose things that are noble and for the good of others. A synergistic view of the Christian awareness of life and salvation is that our efforts to reach out to God in the eternal realm meet up with God's effort in the eternal realm to meet up with us. It's like a gift exchange. We know about that. The Holy Spirit offers divine effort and sacrifice which comes to us as grace, which is favor that we never earned. Comes to us as unmerited favor, grace of the Holy Spirit. We apply ourselves, our human will and efforts toward God. Divine grace of the Holy Spirit and mortal will of the human soul engage in a kind of redemptive dance. Both partners in the dance are important. The end of which is a union. The tracks come together. There's a union. So give thanks that you know about sacrifice that you have a work ethic, that you apply to things that are not just about you. Give thanks for that and keep on working because in doing so, you purify your heart and you make yourself ready to receive that, that infinite kind of benefit to you, which is Christ's work for you. This uh, prayer is is the prayer, and I lift it right out of one of Paul's letters. Now, may our Lord Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and through grace gave us eternal comfort and good hope, comfort your hearts and strengthen them in every good work and word. Amen.